again, we have this opportunity to come before you, Father. Thank you for the privilege to approach you with such boldness. Mm. For you have qualified us, Lord. It's not our obedience. It's not our faithfulness. But we come in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We come by his blood. We come in his person. We come and we proclaim that it is he who has been faithful. It is he who has been obedient. And we come on his ticket. And thank you, Father, that you welcome us into your presence, Lord. And you look upon us and you see your son. And you see the life of your son birthed in us. And you see the blood of your son that cleanses and continuously cleanses us from all our iniquities. Thank you, Father. Now, Holy Spirit, we invite you. Say you are the Lord in our midst. Come and reveal our King to us. That we may see him and we may begin to see who we are. For he has become our lives. Reveal Jesus to us and save us from ourselves that we may walk in the life that he purchased for us. Thank you, and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Wonderful, wonderful. Are you glad? Are you blessed? Yes. yes. Happy Pound Sunday to you all. Thank all right. You. All right. Let's dive into the word. You know, because it's Sunday, um, um, Palm Sunday, I think we should read a scripture um, um, that portrays that portrays um, this day that the Lord prophesied. I think in Zechariah. Let's read Zechariah. Let's read uh, Zechariah chapter nine, verse verse nine. Let's do it from the Amplified Classic, if you can. Um, Chris, if you can show us Zechariah chapter nine from verse nine. Give it to me in the Amplified Classic, if you can. And we're going to read 9, 10, maybe 11. So that you will see that this was a day thought of by the Father. It's not by accident. And there is nothing that is happening in the world that can undo what the Father has purposed. For, he, for who is he who is able to, to close the door that God has opened? And to open a door that God has closed? There is none. All right, so Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 9, verse number 9, and let's read. Hey, dude. Hey, why are you holding pork? Okay, okay. Jude is going to stop. <laughs> it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king comes to you. It says, behold, your king comes to you. Please, don't be, don't, don't be confused by the word daughter of Zion. Okay, don't be confused. Doesn't mean that it's for women. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It says, they shout aloud, oh, daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king comes to you. He is uncompromisingly just. 
and having salvation, triumphant and victorious. He's patient. Oh, he's patient. Oh, he's patient. He's meek. He's lowly. And he's riding on a donkey upon a colt, the foal of a donkey. Wow. Go down to the next verse. Let's read it. Verse 10. Can you see? Can you see that it's Hosanna, Hosanna? Can you see it? Yes. Yes. This was written before Jesus came on the scene. That's why you must have confidence in the scriptures. There is nothing, there is no book ever written anywhere that foretells exactly what will happen and is fully fulfilled exactly as it was written. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, next verse. Oh, what does it say? Oh, yeah, 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 right there. We are there. And I will cut off and exterminate the war chariots from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem and the battle bow shall be cut off and he shall speak the word and peace shall come to the nations and his dominion shall be from the Mediterranean Sea to any other sea and from the river Euphrates to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you see? Did Jesus come? Did he ride the the donkey on that day? He did. The donkey that was not even allowed to walk on Work on just mere ground. They had to lay stuff on the ground for the donkey to ride on. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes. And it, this was all prophesied though. They were all prophesied. If you go to the reading, you will see it. They were all prophesied. He came. He rode a donkey. He died. He was born again. He, he, he rose from the dead. And now he has become our life. And now we hear this. And now we cut off and exterminate the war chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem and the battle, uh, I don't know if it's bow or bow, battle bow, battle bow shall be cut off and he shall speak the word and peace shall come to the nations and his dominion shall be from his dominion his authority and rule his government shall be from the mediterranean sea to any other sea and from the river euphrates to the urns of the earth wow blessed be his holy name so can you see that this is yet to happen the 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 first part verse 9 has already happened Mm -hmm. but this is about to happen and it shall be Amen. Just as he promised. Didn't God, didn't, didn't God say that the government shall be upon his shoulder? Yes. Wow. And of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. That means that nothing can come and undo it. <laughs> wow. The wonderful counselor, the prince of peace. Wow, this is that justice and judgment shall be the foundation of his throne and, 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 and it shall expand. So wherever you go, there is judgment, there is justice. You need that to work for you, I tell you, and he will ensure it because that is what will keep his government, his peace, because that is his foundation. It's impossible for him to come into and own any territory and there is no judgment and justice. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Whenever we talk of judgment, we'll think about punishment. And no, 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 please. Please. 
judgment is one of the greatest things that God has brought to us. Because of what? Because of the injustice, the injustice that was brought to humanity by the first man. God visited the judgment upon his son. And now his justice is served. So you and now can walk in liberty and not continually be under the dominion of the evil one, the one who hates us with a passion, the one who said that I will be like the most, most high God, knowing that God was going to make man who is made in the image and likeness of God. He was so pissed off. He was so angry that there was going to be a, 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 a being who is superior to him because they were not made like the image of God. They were not made in the image, of, the image and likeness of God. We are, we were. Are you, are you with me? Yeah. And the, the thought that God was going to make a being, he has been existing. The angels have been existing. Satan has been existing for Lucifer at that time. And now he sees that things are happening and God is going to make a being. And that being is going to be superior to him. And he has to answer to him. Oh my God. This is the reason why he was so ticked off. I will be like the most high God. He wasn't trying to come and come, come to replace God. No, it is man. He wanted to take that place where he, because he has been used to everything being organized by him. Mm -hmm. Now he was about to be displaced. And now he will be serving man and his seed forever and ever. No, this is why, this is why, this is why such evil, such, such murder that goes down even to those who are not born. It's like, I want to finish them off. Yeah. Yeah. But today I want us to, I want us to, I want us to, I want us to um, continue with the word that we have been studying. And the Lord is with us and is going to reveal something to us. So we, the topic for today, again, is continuing from last week, which is practical steps to anakazo. Practical steps to anakazo. Now, now, um, there is something that I, I, I pray that all of us, the Holy Spirit will reveal it to us. Um, um, Uncle Enoch made us um, pray over that scripture. Um, was it Matthew 9, 36? Where Jesus saw the multitude and he was moved with compassion because they fainted. They fainted. They fainted. They fainted. There was, there was no semblance of life in them. They fainted. They fainted. There's no sheep. I mean, there's no, they, they are sheep, but they don't have a shepherd. There is none, there is none to guide them to the path of peace and joy and life and fulfillment. There is none. There is none. His heart moved with compassion. Now, now, until we begin to see, until all of us begin to see our great need, our great need, you see, please pay attention. No, please, please, please help every one of us listening. 
until we begin to see our great need and begin to now also see the great provision of God's gift to us, we will continue to live this life and operate as our own God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. You know, the only reason why a woman will go to a place, a woman will go to a place and, 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 and allow herself, bear herself. It's like, do whatever you have to do. Just do whatever you have to do. Why? It's because she is in the hour of her greatest need. True or false? True. That's the only reason. No, please. No, no, no. All of you, I mean... That's the, only reason, that's the only reason why a woman can go and then there are not only doctors, though, but uh, uh, what do you call residents? I mean, uh, what do you call the, um, those who are being trained? They're all there. And she doesn't care. She, she, she is not even attempted to cover anything. Hey, whatever. Hey, just get out of. Deliver me. That's what it means. Deliver. Deliver. Because what I am experiencing, I can't do it myself. So I don't care who is here and who is not here. Look, it's not a simple matter. Mm. It's not a, it is the only time, the only time where a woman doesn't care who is there, who is not there. It's the only time that she exposed her nakedness and she just saying, oh, please, just get, let, let me be free. Because the labor is too much. It's too much to continue to handle it. Likewise, when, man, when all of us when we come to the place where we identify our great need and the provision that God has also made in the person of his greatest gift, his son, oh, you are undone. You are undone. You are undone. You are, you are not going to be mindful of anybody's opinion anymore. You, they like you. They don't like you. <laughs> so what? doesn't mean anything your decisions are no longer going to be influenced by by what this person thinks and what he says and what oh my goodness otherwise we live and continually do so in bondage but here's the thing here's the thing we pray that god will give us that compassion that it's in jesus but you see you see Jesus taught us a lesson that he who has been forgiven much, he loveth much. So we're going to read it. Is it okay? Yes. We want to read it so that we will come to terms with the foundation. What is it that will make you look at somebody who you can see that the devil is using the person? And you say, you, you are going to be delivered. You need deliverance. And I'm not going to leave you alone. Otherwise, everybody is to himself. Each one for us and God for us all. I tell you, otherwise we will continue to live a selfish life, self-centered life. Anything that we do, it must serve us. We are our God and we worship ourselves. When the enemy comes, he is not telling you to worship him. No, because he knows that if he tells you that, you will just, you just whack him. You just, just, you just cast him out. But he comes to make you your God. That you worship you. That is his nature. 
and and and, and the, the sons and daughters of the father fall for his deception like like that. That is why churches it happens not all in the world, but also in churches. That is why there's so much divisions and all these, all, and then we keep to ourselves as if we are correct and others are not correct. No, 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 no. So we're gonna read it. Let's look at Luke chapter seven. Luke seven. Um, 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 Chris, are you able to show the, um, give us a, the passion translation? Yes, my, yes, my, 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 my. Okay, so Luke seven from verse 36. Luke 7 from verse 36 to 48. I want to suggest, you know, we just let, let, let's read and Holy Spirit will help us see something. Look from Luke chapter 7 from verse 36. The passion. Pastor Mike. Your what? Okay, let me let me read from passion is only three books in the old testament. No, 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 this is Luke, Luke 7, Luke 7, Luke 7, it's the New Testament, Luke. Oh, I don't have a passion for it. Oh, okay, oh, oh I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Okay, so let me just read it for you guys, Can you, is it okay? Yes. Please pay attention, please pay attention. Um, I'm sorry, I should have probably checked with you first. Um, okay. Luke, Luke 7 from verse 36. Yeah. Awesome. Now, afterward, a Jewish religious leader named Simon asked Jesus to his home for dinner. Jesus accepted the invitation. When he went to Simon's home, he took his place at the table. Verse 37, in the neighborhood, there was an immoral, immoral woman of the streets. Notice, in the neighborhood, there was an immoral woman of the streets, known to all to be a prostitute. When she heard about Jesus being in Simon's house, she took an exquisite flask made from alabaster, filled it with the most expensive perfume, the most expensive perfume, went right into the house of the Jewish religious leader and knelt at the feet of Jesus in front of all the guests. Broken and weeping, she covered his feet with the tears that fell from her face. She kept crying and drying his feet with her long hair. By the way, just so you know, in, 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 in those times, a woman is never permitted to, and like losing, the, the hair must be bound all the time, mm -hmm. in public. It's only, it's only loose women who are able to let their hair loose. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, please understand. These are, this, yeah. this is the setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over, she kissed Jesus's feet. Then she opened her flask and anointed his feet with her costly perfume as an act of worship. When Simon saw what was happening, he thought, he thought, he didn't speak, he didn't speak, he thought. This man can't be a true prophet. If he were really a prophet, 
he would know what kind of sinful woman is touching him. He should know. If you're a prophet, you would know what kind of sinful woman is touching you. Jesus, Jesus said, Jesus was asked the question. Jesus said, <laughs> Simon, I have a word for you. Go ahead, teacher. I want to hear it. He answered. It's a story about two men who were deeply in debt. Pay attention, no. It's a story about two men who were deeply in debt. One owed the bank $100,000, and the other only owed $10,000. So $100,000 and then $10,000. When it was obvious that neither of them would be able to repay their debts, the kind banker graciously wrote off the debts and forgave them all that they owed. Tell me, Simon, which of the two debtors would be the most thankful? Which one would love the banker most? <laughs> Simon answered, I suppose it will be the one with the greatest debt forgiven. You're right. Jesus agreed. Then he spoke to Simon about the woman still weeping at his feet. Don't you see this woman kneeling here? She is doing for me what you didn't bother to do. Pay attention. She is doing for me what you didn't bother to do. Why? Obviously, you, let's read it. When I entered your home as your guest, you didn't think about offering me water to wash, to wash the dust off my feet, which was customary. Mm. Wow. We don't do that in our, da in our days, but it was customary. When oh. you have a guest, the first thing you do is you offer water to wash his feet. Yet she came into your home and washed my feet with her many tears and then dried my feet with her hair. I don't know if there is any, anything that is more much of a treasure to a woman than her hair. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, true or false? <laughs> true. The hours that we spend on our hair, do we spend, do you, women, do you spend the same hours on any other part of your body? <laughs> I don't know of any, 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 any other part of your body that requires uh, uh, and demands such an attention. And it, weekly so, I mean, like literally every day. Then it says, you didn't even welcome me into your home with the customary kiss of greeting. You didn't welcome me into your home with a customary kiss of greeting. But from the moment I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You didn't take the time to anoint my head with fragrant oil, but she anointed my, 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 my feet with the finest perfume. She has been forgiven of all her many sins. This is why she has shown me such extravagant love. But those who assume they have very little to be forgiven will love me very little. Yes. Forgive. Those who assume that they have very little to be forgiven will love me very little. Now, what you, what you must understand is for the woman to be able 
to go into the place of the Pharisee one and to also approach Jesus with such confidence and boldness, enter into the home of a Pharisee. Listen, she must have been purged from the, the conscience that she is still not accepted. She has been delivered. Because a prostitute knows that everybody knows that I am, I am the, the, the death of the death. I mean, the scum of, I mean, it's like nobody else takes me for anything. And what I'm doing, I'm doing for my, and much more. The money I get, I don't spend on anybody. Because nobody even has any, any, any respect for me anyway. True or false? True. So she, she really has got something that. <laughs> that this Simon, who was a Pharisee, who understood the liturgy, the, 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 the temple worship, the law and everything, didn't have any clue about the father and the son. So Simon's reaction reveals a good deal about who he was and his reasons for asking Jesus to the party. He did not invite Jesus as a social equal. And he did not provide the usual amenities for him. Which is what? The anointing of oil for the head, the ritual foot, foot washing, and a kiss of greeting. He invited him as a curiosity. Mm. He had heard that Jesus was a prophet. And he wanted to see for himself who this questionable celebrity was. <laughs> Forgive. In Simon's opinion, Jesus flanked the first test. Mm. Well, he said to himself, this man, yes, yes, if he yes. were a prophet, he would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him. And Jesus, reading his heart, said, Simon, I have something to say. And then he, he, he pointed out that this woman had done the thing that Simon did not do. Wow. Well, Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Her sins, which were many, were forgiven. Therefore, the, that she also loved it much. Now, we don't know how Simon reacted, but he's exposed. We don't know what happened after that, after Jesus made that, <laughs> because there's no documentation. Mm -hmm. Right? But he's exposed. He knew everything about religion. He knew everything. He knew all things, all, all about the things of God. But somehow, somehow he didn't he didn't understand the essence of it all. Yeah. Which this woman captured. Yeah. Simon's problem was that he thought he was better than he was. And he misunderstood God and why he had to send his son. Now, the essence of the gospel is agape, which is love. Mm. Are you with me? Yes. And it's a love unlike any other kind. Please pay attention to what I'm sharing with you today. I'm, I, 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 I pray to make it very brief. It is a love like nothing. Nothing. Now, every other kind of love is to some degree conditioned, which means that it's a trade-off. Mm -hmm. I will if you will. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's what every kind of love is. But God's love is very different. 
And through Jesus, God is saying that he loves you just the way you are now. There is nothing you can do that can make him love you more than he does right now. Please let this sit, sit, you know, let this sit in. There is nothing you can do to make him love you more. There is nothing that you have gone through that makes him apportion a greater degree of love to you and then lesser to another. No. As a, the person who is killing you, he loves him the same degree as he loves you. It is nature. It is nature. Please pay attention. Huh. Now, if you respond to his love and give him your life, he is not going to leave you as you are. This is the thing. All he wants is that you respond to his love and you give him your life and he will not ever leave you just the way you are. No, no. We are a mess, obviously. But he will reprogram us make us transparent and set us free. And all the strange things in us, he will deal with them. You see, listen to me. The one who said, let there be light. He's the same one who went about to separate the light from the darkness. It is his work. It is his burden. He not only saves you, He's the one who now goes forth to separate the darkness from, from the light that he has put inside you, which is his son, his son's life. Now, the only thing that is our problem is that we take that burden ourselves and we try to do it by the only way we have known, which is by the tree that man ate, the tree called the knowledge of good and evil. What is the same thing called the law? The law and the tree are the same. Remember, it is God who put the tree there. Yeah. Remember? Remember? Yes. Who gave the law? God. <laughs> For by the law is the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. Some we, we, we have been struggling to find out what is this tree? What is that? It is the law is the model because see let me tell you something i didn't intend to go this way let me tell you something when you when you when you when you go into a field and they need to prove to know what you are able to do and you are not able to do how do they how do they ascertain that a test a test yeah so they present to you this exercise and they say, we are giving this time frame to execute it. And, and then based on your performance, they can judge where to place you. Yeah. That, okay, you have, you say you have this, you say you are this, but from your performance, we can tell you that on the scale of one to 10, you are number two, you are mm. two. So we're going to have to put a lot inside you. Are you with me? Yes. This is how we go from class one to class two, two to three, three to this, and to college, and to become whatever. Even when you have finished your course as whatever, a medical officer, you have to write the boards. Mm -hmm. When you have written as a nurse, you have to write the boards. When you pass, they say, aha, 
Now you are a nurse. Now you are a doctor. Now we, we, we are certain to the whole world that this is who you are. And we mm -hmm. will call you by that. True or false? True. So when man ate of that tree, God says, okay, now you say, you know, I am going to show you, I'm going to give you my ways. And then you will live by it. But the Bible says that, moreover, the law entered that sin might abound. Moreover, the law entered so that the nature called sin will now begin to abound. He said, God, why would you give a law and cause sin to abound? So that you will know that it's a nature issue. Now, mm. if it's a nature issue, how are you going to fix it? You can't fix it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That is why he does not love us because we have changed. It's a nature issue. Can you get what I'm saying? Yes. That is why this woman... Now, let me just share something with you quickly. Because... Wow, there's not much time. But uh, um, Now, let me just share something with you quickly, which science has discovered. Therapy has discovered. In psychology now, they are discovering that the vital ingredient in effective therapy is the ability of the counselor to love those whom he counsels. Are you understanding? Yeah. This is science. Mm -hmm. This is science that man has now discovered, psychology. That the ability of the counselor to love those whom he is counseling is the, it's, it's the most effective ingredient in, you know, in the therapy. Now, the term used, though, is not love. Because that will make it too spiritual. <laughs> the, 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 the term, that quality, they call it non-possessive warmth. <laughs> oh. Now, now, no, see, they call it non-possessive warmth. So, so I am not, so, so, so here's the thinking. The therapist does not try to manipulate the other person into being good or even being responsible, but just to relate in love. And immediately the healing begins to happen. Mm. It's called non-possessive warmth. You know how a, a wife wants the husband to behave and do well so that he, she will be happy? She tries to change the husband. True or false? True. You know how a husband also wants happiness in his home? He also try to change the wife. True or false? True. I don't know, if I, I know how well it has worked. Now, <laughs> the world is beginning to see that don't try to change the person. Mm -hmm. Just let him or her know exactly as he is. He's loved. And he's very dear. They have identified that healing begins to happen. Wow. <laughs> Why am I sharing this story with you? Why am I sharing this story with you? Because we want, we are praying that God give us the heart of compassion. Until, until you begin to see 
or comprehend your great need, you yourself, your great need, and the provision that is found only or made only by God in the person of his son, when now you enter into it just as a gift, you will not see others and see also their great need and the remedy that is found only in his son. And so you look at somebody misbehaving and say, look at him, look at him, look at him, look at her, look at her, look at her. No, you are praying for out of compassion. But the one who has been forgiven much, what does he do or she do? Love it. Are you kidding what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The compassion that Jesus had, he knew the source. He knew the origin. He knew why man has become the way man is. He knew why they are prostitutes. He knew why they are murderers. Uh, mad, murderers. He knew why everybody lies. He knew why even the Pharisees have become Pharisees. He knew it. That's mm-hmm. when he came, he said, if you were blind, if you were blind, you would have no sin. But because you say we see, you say we see, we know what we, we want, we know how to, uh, uh, to get it, we know what God even requires us to do to get it, we know how to enter into blessings, we know how to be delivered, we know, we know what we must do to receive God's blessings and God's provision, we know it. So just say that, because you say we know or we see, your sin remains. Why? Because it's a nature issue. Because God gave the law so that man will know what God chooses and embraces. Man looks at it and he said, no, I want to, but I just can't do it. Then, but the Bible says that where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. So when you see that sin, the nature is abounding. You say, no, I need help. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. I need, I need somebody to take me out of this pit hole. The law has accomplished its purpose. It has driven you to the Savior. Jesus steps in, and now he becomes your life, and he does not require anything from you. And this, because grace, it does not employ. It empowers. Unfortunately, unfortunately, even after we have been saved, we continue to live by the law. So, so we continue to live by what a man must do to enter into the provisions of God. And so if I'm doing more of it, I'm expecting the blessings more. And you who are not, who have not even entered into it, oh, I'm not even going to give you a time of day. Or you who have entered into it, but you are not doing the thing that I am doing, I'm not even going to respect. So there's the comparison. As though what we have entered into it is by our works. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? That is why we, we want people to be saved. But when they are saved, then the fight begins in the house. I, 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 am I preaching to you or I'm just speaking stuff? That is why. Now, 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 see, this is why. This is why. Let me tell you something that happened. See, this is why this is why when Jesus became, when he was made sin, I don't even know that he was made sin. 
For he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the what? The righteousness of God in him, right? Yes. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. What we don't know, what majority of Christians don't know, is that when he was made sin, he had to be born again. There's no other way around it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Yes. When he was made sin, the nature that became him, because he became a child, the child of rebellion, the seed of rebellion, a child of the devil. That is what we all, we all were. And so he also had to be born again. That is why you read a scripture that is that you, you, you see the first begotten of the dead. The first begotten of the dead. But remember, when God gave him, didn't we read, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son? Yes. His only begotten son. That means that he's the only one who was ever born like that. Through, through the Holy Spirit's insemination into the womb of a woman. True or false? He's the only one who was ever born like that. But how come now he's being referred to as the firstborn from the dead? What, when do you use the word first? Then something has never happened before. No. <laughs> no. Is it, is it in, the, in, the, in John 3, 16, he was the only begotten son, right? Yeah. But when you read something like um, Revelation chapter 1, verse 5, the first begotten from the dead. Why do we, why has it changed from the only begotten to now the first begotten? It means that when he was begotten, a whole number was then begotten. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Do you get it now? Mm -hmm. When he first came on the scene, he was the only. He was made sin. He died, went to the grave. He was born again in hell. And that was when all of us were born again. So that what you are now has nothing to do with you, but it's the God's gift that has come. So where is boosting? Let's, let's, I want us to, because see, for us to begin to see people and judge them correctly as the Father sees them, as the Lord says he has made them, we must understand what happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the moment, the moment Adam sinned, he fell. He fell from supernatural ability. Now, did God say, did God tell him, name this animal this name? Is that what God said? No. God told him, give the name, you name them. And every name that he gave to any animal, the animal left that exact nature. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's supernatural, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Exactly. The moment he fell, the moment he fell, he fell from that supernatural ability to human ability. From God-given resources to natural resources before the fall, everything, everything sprang, the earth the earth and everything existed to serve him. So he didn't have to sow before he could reap. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. He didn't have to put an apple tree down before you can, you know, see, wait, 
for an apple tree to produce apple fruit. No, 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 no. The earth was bringing forth everything. After he fell, he fell from that supernatural provisions of God to now natural. Natural. His mind and his body functions became limited only to his senses. Do you think you can use your senses to give a name to an animal? <laughs> you have seen an animal for the first time. How can you use your senses to, to give it a name? And expect that animal to conform to that name. Yeah. It was supernatural. Mm -hmm. After the fall, he lost it. Now, faith and fellowship died. What was born? Reason. Mm -hmm. Reason. So now we live by reason. One plus one must be two. If it's not two, forget about it. You see, this is this is this is what has this is the greatest injustice that has happened to all humanity. This is why when he came, he knew what was wrong with us. He knew that it was a nature issue. He knew that nobody confronted. You see, that moreover, the law entered that sin may abound. When law comes, the law that God gave, when it when you are confronted with it, listen, even the idea that God was going to give the law. Do you know what happened? Even the concept, the concept, the, the day that God, the, the era that God was giving the law, do you know what happened? Do you guys know what happened? As he was giving the law down there, Aaron, the high priest, <laughs> as, as was leading them to, to, to create a God out of a golden calf. Exactly. Mm -hmm. just, just, just the inception of God to give the law Cause such a such a, 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 an expounding of the sin nature, every kind of evil you can think of was happening there, down there. When Moses came down, he was so moved with anger he crashed the thing that God had written. Mm. You have to go back and get a get a new one. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> this is how, this is how this is so when this nature is confronted with what God wants. Oh, the nature shows itself as the real deal. Mm. That's how come. That's how we diagnose. We put something into. We put a, uh, an agent into a specimen, and then we say, if this organism is there, by the introduction of this specimen or by creating such a, a an environment for it, we will see its manifestation. True or false? True. That's how we diagnose. And says that you you have chlamydia, uh, you have gonorrhea, this, this, this. you have this, you have this, you have this. That's how we come to know. Likewise, the law came so that the nature will be seen exactly for what it is. It drives you to the end of yourself and you find out that you are helpless. In fact, it's terrible. You are doomed. And there is nothing you can do about it. You know, I wish we could read some scriptures. And so when you see that, then you become like the woman who's about to be delivered. Uh, uh, just get rid of my baby. Let me be free. You don't even care how many hands are coming to pry you. Mm. True or false? True. You don't care. Because they're all learning. And so they have to uh, experiment with you. <laughs> your wife. You, your wife, you, you, you have spent all this amount of money to go and claim as your wife paid whatever. Your birthday home. She's pregnant. And, you know? A few times, a few times, um, people of um, the Arabic, um, you know, mm -hmm. descent, they come for vaccination. One time, I remember, 
they came, the husband was there, the children were there. They all getting come to get shots. And they wanted a, 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 a woman to give the shots. The man came earlier on, I gave it to him, he's cool. When he brought his family, they wanted a woman. I said, well, there's no woman here. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to just leave. I was about to just leave them to their, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't have time. I, I can't do anything about, I can't change myself to become a woman. Anyway, <laughs> they changed their, <laughs> their mind. They couldn't <laughs> receive it. I said, all of you come inside so that you will see, so that, you get what I'm saying, you be comfortable. Yeah. Like, like mm -hmm. there's only one stranger who is here, who is a guy, but all of you are here. No, all of you come in, come, come inside. In the, into that small room, so that I, you know, you don't, <laughs> and they, and they were, oh my goodness yesterday yesterday i had to give somebody a shot my goodness i had to no yesterday friday i had to give her time to to expose that small space oh i said if you can get a shot why don't you prepare why don't you have a mindset that yeah. you, anyway <laughs> anyway but it's their culture yeah and i must respect it i must respect it i must respect it so for the same woman to now enter into a place where now she's about to deliver and say, I don't care. Something's happened. She has come mm. to the end of herself. This mm. is that which births in you a love, an appreciation of the love of the master. That you know and you know, you know and you know that what he has done, nothing, no one can do it. And he has brought you into a goodly place, a place where now he gives you his own nature. And he says, now I call you my son, my daughter. And as I am, so are you. Now you carry my nature. I put my name on you. Now function and operate as I am. It is, the Bible says the goodness of God, it leads to repentance. Nobody has to put, give you a law. It's the goodness of God. It has led to repentance. How do you relate? Chief compassion, what do you see others? How are you gonna? So we can pray for compassion, but until we see what we what we have been dug out from, you know. Until, until, until we see what we have been dug out from, we will we will look at people, they'll give their excuses. And we say, well, I tried. No, 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 you know, because you see, you see, when you when you discover that this is an area where there are lions, there are lions there. And your eight-year-old child wants to go and spend time because he has built a nest or something, or something in there. It's a forest. He has built something there. She wants to just go and observe and enjoy it. You you know that there are lions there. So you will not let your eight-year-old go or eight-year-old boy go and spend. Even one, one day, no, you will literally force him out of that, of that idea. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Because he doesn't even know what a lion does. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand the strength of lions and bear. He, he doesn't know how they can just tear you to pieces and you are gone before anybody comes mm -hmm. to help you. But you know. And so you, you, you compel your son not to enter into the place where she'll be destroyed or he'll be destroyed. Likewise, once you begin to understand the work, I mean, what was wrong with us and what God has done to take us out of it, then that word compel begins to not make sense. True or false? True. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he gives a reason and says, you, know, you don't know what you're talking about. He, that's why he was smooth with such compassion. So he told Simon, you don't think you have great need 
for God's forgiveness and salvation and deliverance. That is why you look at this woman and you think that he should be given up because of her many sins. But your sins are no less. Are you understanding what I'm talking about today? Yes. I wish I could talk to you about exactly what the new nature that came upon us. I mean, the nature, sorry, the nature that came upon us by Adam or through Adam, what it did for us. I mean, against us. All humanity. But was that no one was able to escape it. No one was able to escape it. No one was able to escape it. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. You know, can we maybe, 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 maybe we should just read, read, read a few scriptures, and I'll close. Is that okay? Yes. Let's read a scripture, which we all know. Look at Romans five, verse twelve. Are you able to give me the, the, um, the, 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 the amplified version? The amplified version. Yeah, Romans five from verse twelve. Let's read a few of them, and then we will read one scripture, and then we'll close. Because um, I tell you, when that nature is ruling you, you can't forget about past failures. You can't forget about the penalties that you must pay. You can't forget it. Guilt ruins us until we know that there's no more guilt. There's no more guilt. There is nothing. That's why you will say, come boldly. Romans 5 verse 12. The Amplified. Look at this. It says, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, the nature called sin, it came through one man. It came through one man and death through that nature called sin. So this death is spread to all people. What is death? Death is a separation of your spirit and soul from God. So your spirit, which is supposed to communicate, which had the ability to communicate with God, it was cut off. So what you now do, you are left to yourself. God can't help you. Listen, he causes his rain to fall, but you still can't even relate to his goodness shown you. Why? Because you are dead. And death is raining. He delivers you and you think that because you are smart. <laughs> but he does that all because he's waiting for a day when his salvation will come to you. He says, just as sin came to the world through one man and death through sin. So this death is spread to all people. No one being able to stop it or escape its power. Because they all say, now it just, it's not saying that we all, because when Adam said, we, we didn't even exist. It. I mean, I mean, we were not existing. We, we, were not, we were not there. But what happened was that that nature, it passed to all his seed. Because all, his, all of his seed were contained in his loins. Does that make sense? Yes. So you didn't have to. You didn't have to do anything to have that nature and to be called a sinner. You didn't. And you couldn't also escape it. It doesn't matter how hard and how well you tried. That is why, that is why when the two children were supposed to bring a sacrifice, one went and worked so hard. He, 
the earth has already been cursed. For it to bear any fruit, it must come only through toil and sweat. So he went and did it. And the fruit that came out, out of the cursed land and the nature that is also cursed, he brought it and says, listen to this, God must accept this. This is what that nature does to us. It makes you a God unto yourself and then you determine what now must be good and what now must be evil. Does that make sense? Yes. Because you are a God unto you. That is why your house is the way it is. You, your car is the way it is because you decided to buy that car and not this car. True or false? True. You, True. you bought a white car and you didn't buy a white car. Why? Because you bought a white car. It's as simple as that. True or false? True. Nobody forced you. Nobody said that this is what you must buy. No, 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 no. Why? You are you. So Cain brought it through the toil and the sweat of his labor from a cursed ground. Abel, Abel must have found out what God did in that sacrifice. He said, look, it looks like this is what God delights in. I am going to bring him the same thing. That's what he did. But what he did, that thing that he did, it was a type and a prophecy of how God was going to bring salvation and deliverance to humanity. Is the shedding of the blood. And God had respect for that sacrifice. And Cain was so angry, he killed. Then nature was already working. Remember, at that time, the law has not been passed. The law, God has not given the law, but that nature was already at work. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So you can't say that it is the law that brought the nature. No, 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 no. The nature was already working. The law came so that we will know what that nature is and what it does. Does that make sense? Yeah. And once you discover it and you find out that it's a nature issue, then, well, you can just lift up your hands. Deja vu. It's, it's just over. Are you with me? Yes. Go back to the verse. Yeah, go to this verse. Sin was committed in the world before the law was given. But sin is not charged against anyone when there is no law against it. Because they didn't have the law. The law was given only to Adam. So these people didn't have, all the people who came after Adam, they didn't have the law until Moses. But they did what they did because that nature was already at work. Does that make sense? Yes. But you can't charge them because they didn't receive a law. Next verse. Then it says, yet, even though the law was not given, yet death ruled over mankind from Adam to Moses, the lawgiver, even over those who had not sinned as Adam did. And it says that because what they did, they did out of their nature. Adam is a type of him, the Christ, who was to come. But in reverse, Adam brought destruction. Christ brought salvation. I don't know which kind of amplified is this, but um, it's okay. Next verse. But the free gift of God, the free gift, is not like the trespass. But God's free gift is not at all to be compared to the trespass. It's not at all. The free gift of God is not at all to be compared to the trespass. His grace is out of all proportion. 
to the fall of man. So don't look at the fall and say grace is going to come and counteract it. The grace is like, it's an overpayment, a million times overpayment. Does that make sense? Yes. That is why you must come to the place where you know and you know you're forgiven. You are redeemed. You are a child of God. And because it is not works that brought you this gift, works can also not keep you in the gift. Did you get it, guys? Yeah. Because it is not works that brought you the gift, your works cannot give you the gift. It's believing that God has done it for you and you receiving it and living by it. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> for if many die through one man's falling away, his life, his offense, much more profusely did God's grace and the free gift that counts through the undeserved favor of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound and overflow to and for the benefit of many. The word many, the word, the word many there does not mean that some fell because of Adam and some were preserved. No, but it's, 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 it's a way of, of, of clarifying the, 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 the numbers. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah, you must be so you, you must become so confident so that when you do air, when you when you when you when you make a mistake, don't stay there. Don't let guilt come and consume you. It's your confidence in what Christ has done that gives you the boldness to live right. It's not your fear of doing the wrong thing. No, no, no. Because if you think the wrong thing, you will do the wrong thing. If you th- Think what God has done. You will walk in what God has done. It's a spiritual law. I don't have time. But I will just, yeah, I'm about to end. Um, so, 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 go down. Go down to um, verse, um, verse, verse 17. And then read one scripture, then we close. I tell you, for if because of one man's trespass, lapse, offense, death, reigned, through that one, much more surely will those who receive, will receive, those who receive God's overflowing grace. I don't know why they use that word unmerited favor because it's so, so, it's so little, doesn't tell exactly what grace is. It's God's riches at the expense of Christ. God's riches that come to you, comes to me, come to us at the expense of Christ and the free gift of righteousness the free gift of righteousness sin is the nature righteousness is the nature sin is the nature of the devil righteousness the nature of God sin is rebellion righteousness brings forth obedience if you don't have the nature of righteousness you can't obey does that make sense? Mm-hmm. If you have the nature of sin, you will disobey. You will walk in rebellion. Not because you want to, but because you have no choice. What am I sharing all this thing with you? Because until we begin to see it, we will see God's children whom he died for. Whom he's wanting you to send the word of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation. Not imputing their sins upon them. You go and you look at them. Either you avoid them or two, you just write them off or three. You, you, you just don't relate to them according to how the Father 
has declared the truth concerning them. That's why I'm sharing this with you. Says that, says that those who receive God's overflowing grace and the gift of righteousness. Oh, I was reading that scripture. The gift of righteousness shall also reign in this life. In life, they shall, it says, those who receive the overflowing grace and the free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with himself. You, you receive it. You don't work for it. You don't cry for it. You don't beg for it. You receive it. If something is not there, present, you will not be told to receive it. It's a grace. It's an abundance of grace. It's a free gift of righteousness. If you receive it, it says you will now begin to reign, reign, reign as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. This is yours. This is mine. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. Then we close. If I get a chance another time, I will tell you Exactly what happened that made Jesus, I mean, how Jesus got, became born again and how him becoming born again, all of us became born again. Does that make sense? Yes. If Jesus had to be born again, you think about it. Why did Jesus have to become born again? It's because he was made sin. Mm-hmm. Verse 23, 16, 16. It's what, and anybody who is made, anybody who has that nature called sin, you can't. You can't, you can't just kill an animal and say that you are righteous. No, no, no. No, no. That nature has to be brought to an end. A new nature has to be born. That is why Jesus Christ, at first, he was born in Mary's womb. The second time he was born, he was born in hell. That's where all of us were. We were all ruled by death. Does that make sense? Yes. But we said that end without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. Great is the mystery of how God has made you and me godly. Has made all of us because all of us raised with Jesus in his resurrection. All of us were born again in. But until, of course, you receive it, you don't possess it. That is why you must tell somebody, you must be born again. You must receive the gift. It belongs to you. You must receive the gift. You must receive the gift. You must receive the gift. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. How was that? How was that mystery? You see the colon it says, God was manifest in the flesh, he had to become man, justified in the spirit. Do you know what justified means? Justified means to be made righteous or to be declared righteous. Why did Jesus, who, what, who was man, manifest in the flesh? God. Jesus, very good. Why did Jesus need? justification because he was made sin so he had to be made righteous you see it yes that word spirit if you read it in the in the in the ylt or the young literal translation or if you go down to his translation properly you will see that it is it's a small letter spirit he was justified in spirit in his spirit uh-huh you see it you see it and confessedly Grace the secret of piety. What God had to do to make us godly. God was manifested in flesh. Declared righteous in spirit. Because he was made sin. Remember? Yes. Seen by angels or messengers. Preached among nations. So what is I am preaching? You are preaching the Christ. What is it? I'm preaching? You are preaching the righteousness of God. It says that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. 
For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. So preached among nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory, mystery of godliness. How do you, how have you become godly or righteous? What Jesus, what God did through Jesus' faithfulness and obedience. This is what you want everybody else to come, to come into the knowledge of. So you look at somebody, you don't talk about what is wrong with him. Everybody knows what is wrong with him. Do you think they don't know what is wrong with you? Oh, don't you know your struggles? Don't you know that this is what God expects and this is what I, 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 I'm struggling with? I don't need you to remind me. Tell me the way out. And the way out is what God has done through his son. That's the good news. And if I could do it, it wouldn't be good news for me. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I could do it, I would have done it a long time ago. But no one was able to escape it. This is the mystery. This is, this is that once you get it inside you and see your great need and the provision that God has made in the gift, now you look at somebody giving excuses that with his work and his days and this and this. this. <laughs> it's not it, sir. Sir, 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 it's not it. Madam, it's not it. My brother, it's not it. My sister, it's not it. And because God made us in his image, we will never be able to relate properly until we see him as he is. Then we identify ourselves. Then we begin to relate properly. Otherwise, all this identity crisis, man wants to become woman, woman wants to become man. I'm not he, I'm not she. What, what are you? <laughs> animals know. Animals know who they are. <laughs> Somehow. But the highest, the highest creature, and this is all deception. And God is not calling, God is not angry with them. They know who's at work. They know who is the deceiver. They know he's the one who lied. He deceived the whole world. He knows. God knows. Jesus knows. Holy Spirit knows. He doesn't want you to relate to them as if they are something. No, they are his children who he is waiting to come into the light. And it comes by just the message. The preaching, the proclamation of the good news. Wow. Now you can look at some, somebody and doing the most wildest thing and you say, ha ha, the Holy Spirit will get you. The Holy Spirit is, is, is going to come and get you. He's going to come and deliver you from that calamity and bring you into the knowledge of his son and his light and his love and his life. Not, this is what they are fools, but no, 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 don't talk like that. Don't think like that. You're praying for compassion. Why are you, why are you being like, why is, why, is, why is your mind not renewed? You don't know. You don't know yourself. So what can you present to them? Emptiness. But we are come to a time where the darkness is about to mushroom. And the light will also shine. Can you give me people? Shine. And the strength, the sun of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. And it belongs to you and your household. It belongs to you and your neighborhood. It belongs to us and our cities and our nation and the nations around the earth. Oh, Father, thank you for the entrance of your word. Bring it forth light. And a people is born out of hell who have identified with the nature and life of the Christ. And they have come, they have become aware of what you have made them, that it is Christ in us. And now we speak as those 
who have been raised from the dead and made to be carriers and partakers of your divine nature. Holy Spirit, brood upon our hearts and reveal the living Christ in our hearts and cause us to choose the life of God, the life of liberty, of absolute freedom, of great joy, of soundness of mind, of peace of strength, of might, of power that comes not by man, not by what we can do, but coming from above, the father of light, with whom there is no variableness. Has he said it, then shall he not do it? Let it be just as you promised. Let it be, Father. Come, Lord Jesus. Zion, the king cometh. Mountain, mounted upon the donkey. And we proclaim him as king, for he is king of all. That liveth in Jesus' name, we proclaim. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Well, we are blessed. Are you, are you blessed by God's word today? Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's 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 receive our communion. So, as you are taking this body, as you take this body and this blood, you are reminding yourself. You are reminding yourself, you are affirming, you are affirming that you are a child of God. You died with him in the sacrifice of his death. You were born again when Jesus was born again. You were raised up together with him. You have been made to sit together with him in heavenly places. And now you speak to become conscious of the new life which he raised. Jesus being the head of this life. What he speaks is what we fly by. What he says is what we say. What he sees is what we now begin to see. What he decrees is our declaration. For he is our life and our light. And is the way. Lift up the body and say with me, the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. It's broken for me. Broken for me. And for all living. And for all living. And we may come into the light. And we may come into the light. Please eat the body. Lift up the blood. And say with me, this is the blood of the everlasting covenant. This is the blood of the everlasting covenant. My behavior cannot undo this covenant. My behavior cannot undo this covenant. But just believing what it has done keeps me alive in the covenant. Say, just believing what he has done keeps me alive in the covenant. So even if I do err, even if I do err, I will call to remembrance the blood. I will come to remember the blood and repent of my ways and repent of my ways and then it shall be as if I never I never sinned and then it shall be as if I never sinned the blood of Jesus Christ blood of Jesus Christ please bring the blood hallelujah Thank you.